Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Shergel, and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hey, and welcome back. Today, I want to talk a little bit about my definition of kinky sexual wellness and really my thoughts on overall sexual wellness in general. Truth be told, my kinky sexual wellness started when I realized I needed to unlearn practically everything I'd learned about sex and start over. I was one of those kids who had used porn videos and sites as tools to learn about my sex. My parents and I didn't talk about much about really anything, let alone sex. You know, I had a couple of conversations about birth control with my mom and definitely didn't talk about sex at all with my dad. But I see that a lot of the images and videos that I was subjected to about sex um, did come from my dad's house. At my dad's house, we didn't have any rules about what we could or couldn't watch. So while I was two and watching Disney at my mom's, I would be watching Speed starring Keanu Reeves at my dad's. And really, we just watched whatever he watched. And a lot of the films that he watched had sex in them. The best he would do if a sex scene came on is he would either fast forward through it, or if it was super, super aggressive, he would just turn the TV off right away with the remote. But at no point would he ever address the fact that I just witnessed a sexual act happen. And you know, at such a young age, you don't really know what you're watching. So it took me years. And really, I think, everyone can relate to this, that it does take years to learn and figure out that what I witnessed and what you witnessed as a child does come out and have a massive impact on our life um, later in life. And it affects our subconscious greatly. Now, I think that that sentence is stiff for some people to accept. But the reality is everything that happens to us in our childhood affects how we grow as adults. Everything that happens to us affects how we are and how we act. And that's why my definition of kinky sexual wellness isn't just about sex, sexuality, and the types of sex we want to have. It includes our right to have a safe and judgment-free place where we can actually talk about sex candidly. I want a place where I can talk about the experiences we've had or want to have. The dirty parts of sex, the passionate part of sex, the explicit parts of sex. There's so many different parts of sex, including the loving and the caring and the comfort But I realize now that although I had a lot of conversations about sex growing up with, you know, friends, they mostly focused around the mechanical aspects and the who, what, where, when, but never, ever the why. But the why is arguably the most important part. Like, why are you having sex with a person? Why are you having sex with them? What is the reason? And even if that reason is because you just want to, then at least know that. But honestly, hookup culture seems to just tell us to have sex with people just because we can. Like, you don't really need a reason. Just do it. Just go out, find somebody, and have sex with them. But that's when feelings are hurt. And people have feelings. And showing our most intimate sides to someone who isn't ready or even worth it, for that matter, can make us feel empty inside after everything is said and done. And this was one of the biggest things I had to unlearn about sex. That sex doesn't just have a physical impact on us, but it has a massive mental, emotional, and spiritual impact on us as well. 
And because I had no true guidance in sex, I was left at the mercy of mainstream media and porn sites, which truth be told on this, both mainstream media and porn sites are shit and shouldn't be used as sexual education resources at all. But I do feel like porn sites get attacked more. I feel like the mainstream media should be attacked just as badly as porn sites. But instead, it's as if mainstream media is actually celebrated for the messages that they put out around sex rather than questioned or even criticized for it. My experience with mainstream media and sex is that you can just have sex with whoever you want because you can. And as much as your body is yours and you can use it however you want, does that actually mean we should? It was all in the media I watched, all the advertisements I wasn't paying attention to, and definitely, definitely the music I was singing along to. I was so deep into that way of thinking, so much so that I didn't really realize that it was even affecting me at the first place. And as much as, you know, hookup culture, you know, can work for some people, I learned that this path was just wasn't for me. It was actually quite damaging. And, you know, as I said before, yes, we can use our bodies however we want, but again, just because we can, doesn't mean we should. Seriously, think about one. Do the pros outweigh the cons? Mainstream media portrays sex as a very emotionless thing and that it's almost cool to have no emotions when you're having sex with someone. But sex is a very emotional place and you should care to some baseline degree with who you have sex with and what you do and why you're doing it. But also, when I think of sexual wellness, I think of education that empowers someone to love themselves from the inside out. One thing about me is that you have to know is I believe in mommy nature and the powers of the big old universe. I'm not a religious person, but I'm certainly spiritual. And I don't believe that how we are created is an accident, mistake, or something to mix. But it's complicated, I know, because the mainstream media sexual wellness tells you everything that's wrong with you then follows up with, but don't worry, we can fix it all. You know, there's a lot of money to be made off people who think poorly of themselves. If you are searching for love and acceptance outwardly, you're never going to find it. Truly loving and accepting yourself and being there for yourself is a painful and lonely journey at times. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. But regardless of how harsh the storm is, you still have to get through it. I heard a really interesting fact about buffaloes, and it's that buffaloes actually hate being wet. And when they sense a storm, they actually run towards the storm to get through that storm faster. And sometimes we need to do that too. We just need to run through that storm and get to the other side instead of just sitting in it. And kinky wellness is that creative outlet for me. But you know, I know it's easy for people to question themselves when they're told that you aren't special. And man, I used to believe I wasn't special too. I used to think that humans in general weren't that special. I used to think that we were some type of plague or something. But honestly, I just, you know, really had a terrible outlook on humans. But as I learned to love myself through kinky sexual wellness, the world outside didn't seem so dark anymore. Kinky sexual wellness opened up the doors to a place where I could be in a position where I could give myself all types of attention I wanted for myself on demand solo or with the help of another person. And yes, sometimes we do need help from others. Human beings are community creatures. We thrive off love and attention. And when someone doesn't have that love or attention or a real sense of deep belonging, that's when we can start to get scatterbrained. 
And I was like this. I really didn't think I was special. But you know what? After I started putting myself in positions where I could actually be called special, the craziest things started to happen. You know, I actually started to feel special. And that's when I realized that, like, seriously, we are all special. And I don't mean that in a lame way. I genuinely mean this. By rediscovering my kinky sexual wellness and making my own definition, I was able to see myself as special, which allowed me to regain my self-esteem. And again, that's when it hit me. If you don't have a healthy relationship with your sexual self, then you can't possibly have a good sense of self-worth or self-esteem. They are directly, directly connected. And having a high self-esteem is incredibly important. We should feel confident about ourselves. We need to be. We need to feel sexy about ourselves. When we don't have self-esteem, or if our self-esteem starts to drop or, you know, go down, we begin a slippery slope of feeling incompetent, unlovable, or even unworthy. Now, having high self-esteem doesn't automatically mean you get to be an arrogant or cocky prick. Because having high self-esteem doesn't only include having confidence. Increasing our self-esteem helps us on the road to fully accepting who we are. Imagine what it would be like if you had the confidence not to pretend to be somebody you aren't. Imagine what your life would be like if you had the confidence to ask for what you wanted and didn't want. Having high self-esteem can help you get the courage to do these things. And when you start to look at the benefits of increasing your self-esteem, the benefits certainly outweigh the disadvantages of doing nothing. But having high self-esteem and high self-worth also allow you to love yourself and take care of yourself better. You understand the importance of nourishing yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, not just sexually. And as many as you know by now, I believe that sexual wellness system is rigged against us, not just here, but all over the world, and in many places much, much worse than what we have it here. So I say this understanding that I've grown up in a country of privilege where women have so many rights that others can only dream of. But quite frankly, I get worried about how rigged the system actually is. It's our responsibility to unlearn what we've learned and redefine it for ourselves. Sexual wellness means many different things to many different people. And regardless of where you fall on that kinky wellness spectrum, you deserve an open and honest place to talk about your sexual wellness. But really, that conversation starts with talking to you. As much as I wish there was a quick fix for sexual wellness, there isn't. Owning your sexual wellness takes a lot of hard work, courage, and honesty within ourselves. Kinky sexual wellness isn't specific to a particular group of people, but rather a certain type of mindset built on self-truth and acceptance. Now, of course, if you're thinking of using kinky sexual wellness as your creative outlet, just make sure you know your basics. You can find my BDSM and kink basics e-learning at www.thepartition.life. Redefining kinky sexual wellness and learning the basics is where I was able to properly learn about toys, tools, and equipment, and other alternative wellness practices, and really overall sexual wellness openly with sex-positive and like-minded people. But that's it for me in this episode. Thank you for listening to me tell you a little bit more about what kinky sexual wellness means to me. And I wish you all the best in your own kinky sexual wellness journey. Make sure to tune in next week as I'll be bringing on a really special guest and doing an in-house interview. See you next week. And as always, stay kinky.